the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Three. in the dollar is It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on the radio. I'm Troy Harmon, here today with none other than Big John Dixon. <laughs> Big John Number 32. Dorn, How about that? Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> the other voice you hear is uh, maybe the voice you hear in your other ear is uh, Casey Smith. Casey is a managing associate in our financial planning division, our planning and implementation. That's easy enough to say, huh? That's a mouthful. Planning and implementation. So Casey is a CFP, and uh, John is not only a CFP, but he's also a CF. CPA. CPA, CVA. CPA, CVA, CFP. Show off. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's what we call an overachiever, and uh, I'm sure we're going to talk a whole lot today about taxes, so uh, you might want to get a second pot of coffee going. Uh, I always like to make fun of John and how boring taxes are, but, uh, you know, uh, boring or not, they're a necessity in our lives. They um, are, and we've had a lot to talk about this year. Sure, no, absolutely. There's, there's uh, John's been on quite a bit uh, trying to explain to us what's going to happen uh, in our 2018 taxes, and I'm sure that if you had a conversation with John in the last month, six months, he would probably, within the first couple of sentences, tell you that it is absolutely pertinent for you to talk to your CPA this year. Uh, before the end of the year, while you still have the time to do a little bit of planning, right? Correct, yeah. We yeah. just finished up busy season, and, and we're still busy because of not we're just done with 17 but now we're starting on already on 18 you call it busy season most accountants call it tax season right sure so (laughs) is there a difference i mean i didn't know if this was a philosophical thing with you or is this just well i think a lot some people just consider it busy all year round so well they 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 probably consider it tax season all year round too wouldn't they yeah Yeah. certainly this year it does get a little bit calmer for folks that prepare taxes as you get further away from April 15th, but there's a couple other deadlines you got to deal with toward the end of the year, right? Right. We we still got the extended deadline for those who who extended the March and, and April deadlines. So uh, we're still focusing on 17 and 18 uh, until the fall when when we finalize all the 17 tax returns. But uh, it has shifted a lot earlier this year with the the change in tax laws. We're looking. We have clients you know looking more in 18 than than normal. So. Have we uh, gotten any of the big specific strategies? Um, we were really expecting to, to hear more uh, as people put their their brilliant minds to uh, work on how to plan for taxes uh, with the new tax laws. Have we heard anything real groundbreaking yet? Not yet. There hasn't been uh, any additional um, guidance yet on some of the, the, the bigger topics. So there has issued some some issues, some additional guidance on some issues, but not... Uh, particular on the ones that we're looking for for our clients on the flow through 20% deduction. Um, you know, you, you see a lot more activity on the state side, which is what we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more today. Sure. Uh, so uh, that's again, that's uh, with the limited and 
tax deduction for state taxes and, and yeah. from a federal standpoint, the states are starting to come up with other ideas for, for taxpayers. So Sure. All right. Well, uh, let's talk a little about the S&P 500. Uh, this is a, a show about your whole financial situation. Uh, we'll talk a lot today about taxes, but uh, the market this week was up, uh, what was it, Casey? Year-to-date, we're at 1.72%. Technology still just beating the socks off everybody else. Yeah. Uh, up almost 10%, 9.6%. Consumer staples still in the basement there. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, just dragging Leading back. the way on the downside. Yeah, they were positive this week. They were up uh, 0.23% while the rest of the market was down just a slight amount, uh, 0.12%. But uh, uh, you're absolutely right. Consumer staples, how in the world does this happen? We've uh, put our minds to this and and, uh, talked a little about it as we've gone through the last few weeks, maybe even months, uh, down 13.3%. Telecom down 2.92%. Um, but some of the names and staples still just blow me away so that, that have gotten beaten up so badly. Um, you know, Procter & Gamble. Yeah. Um, some of the tobacco stocks have been just kicked around. Unbelievable the, the way that they've been treated, especially when you consider this sector is such a cash cow-related group. You know, they, they're always uh, – if you want cash flow, that's uh, that's almost one of the best sure bets, right? Well, and has it been a has it been earning surprise that's done it, or is it more just a function of those are sort of bond proxy companies that were in a rising interest rate environment now potentially, and that's kind of what the market is is uh, taking the hammer to the to the utility type or uh, uh, dividend paying companies? Yeah, well, I, I'm glad you asked. Uh, when I look at consumer staples, there's been very little, if any, uh, earning surprise in the first. Quarter we got 1.71% sales surprise, 5.72%. Both of these positive, mind you. Uh, earnings surprise, so it should actually have been right in there, relatively close to the market. The overall S&P 500 earnings surprise, 7.13%. That's usually uh, the source of uh, of significant increases in in the price. Right. Um, but you know, it really doesn't make much sense. Earnings are growing and the price is going the other way. It's got to be the bond proxy that you yeah. just talked about. And uh, when we look at earnings growth, 23.37% in the first quarter for the S&P 500 after 460 of the 500 companies have uh, reported. Huge earnings growth in energy, 93.33%. I think it's just easy comps there. I mean, Yeah, in energy for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's been beaten up so bad over the past few years and we've sure. gotten some some oil prices starting to tick back up. I guess it crossed over $80 a barrel here this week. 70, don't you say? Was it 70? I thought it hit 80 at one point and it's not there now, but it's pretty close. I thought. Yeah. It's well, I know we've been flirting with 70 for a long time and, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe I don't watch it as closely as I should. Uh, but yeah, earn, uh, oil has been improving in price, um, which you know is usually a negative for for the consumer, uh, which most of us are on that side. But if you're a an investor in uh, in oil or energy companies, uh, obviously, uh, and and even industrials. I don't know if you watched in 2000, what was it, 14, when the the price of oil started plummeting. Uh, industrial companies really suffered a lot, and part of the reason is um, when those energy companies go out to spend on capital expenditures, uh, it didn't happen for a while. Right. They uh, they the well dried up, so uh, some of the the 
earnings that they expected from operations that actually didn't come through and, and uh, industrials suffered right along with energy companies. Uh, earnings growth, 23.37, as I said, 93.3 in energy. Uh, you look across the board, this is one of the reasons that technology has done so well, 28.88% in uh, earnings growth in the first quarter, but not too far behind financials at 27.8%. Uh, you know, here, here we go. That's, and that's uh, again, got to be somewhat a function of the, the interest rate environment. Absolutely. Now, what we did see this week, and I talk about it quite a bit, is a little bit of change in the shape of the yield curve. Um, and by that, I mean the 10-year uh, was up more than the two-year. Yep. Uh, I think we had 10-year treasuries at 307 when I last looked, and uh, that's about 51 basis points or 0.51% higher than the two-year. Lately, it's been around the low 40s, so we did have a little bit of a steepening of the yield curve, especially over the last month. It's been pretty significant. That should be good news for the people who are watching for an inversion of the yield curve to uh, signal a recession, right? Right, yeah. The inversion is a negative sign, a sign of recession, uh, but Again, as you said, uh, don't have much of that going on. And what a lot of folks are saying, too, and and we've talked about this before, is uh, that rise in interest rates around the 10-year and beyond uh, is kind of a confirmation. uh, When you talk to economists, it's a confirmation of economic growth. So uh, good news all the way around. Yeah. So is that no surprise to the impact on real estate? Uh, Well, I mean, yeah, anything that's going to be – impacted by by interest rates obviously as interest rates rise uh anything that's highly leveraged is uh, probably going to slow down uh real estate one of those plus real estate investors uh see that as kind of a bond proxy as casey was talking about with consumer staples so you'd expect utility companies consumer staples telecoms um you know maybe even healthcare to some degree uh, to uh, to get weak when interest rates get higher. And, you know, I've explained this before. Uh, John, this is more of, a, of an accounting concept. When you look at cash flows, future cash flows, when you bring them back to present value, you do it by doing what? You divide those numbers by the interest right. rate. So uh, the higher it gets, the lower your conceptual theoretical value of equities, of stocks, actually gets. So, uh, you know, it all kind of works together. It's not exactly perfect in, uh, as it is in theory, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's what we see there. Uh, got a few economic releases this week. Probably the biggest one is University of uh, Michigan Consumer Sentiment. Uh, we saw a dip in current conditions, which uh, offset uh, the gain in expectations. I'm not going to get into the other details, and uh, we probably ought to take a break right now. Uh, When we come back, we'll have a dog of the week, and then we'll talk to you about some financial questions. Take care of listening to Money Talks. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. 
This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.